Hi everybody, welcome to Common Spurs TV where we talk about everything with Spurs. Today we are talking about Spurs and the international break. There has been so much happening in Spurs over the last few weeks. Uh, managerial changes, rumours, you know, Conte having a flare-up. So much, uh, plenty of rumours in the background about, you know, who's going to replace Conte. And we have players also on international break. All of this we'll be talking about on the other side. We also have two new guests, sorry, two guests with us today. One, uh, someone we, I mean, who's a regular on this program. And we also have somebody new. So, yes, we will we, we'll see them on the other side. In the meantime, come on, Espers. Welcome back, welcome back to Come On You Spurs TV. We uh, Come On You Spurs TV where we talk about everything Spurs. If you're new here, I will ask you to subscribe to the channel and obviously tell your people about it, your folks at home, your friends, your uh, people in your network. And also hit the like button so we can keep giving you content of this uh, nature. And also if you want to get notified anytime we go live, uh, please click on the notification bell button uh, to ensure that you get uh, videos anytime we uh, post videos or we go or have our live streams. Yeah, this is Common Use Positive, like I said. We've got with us today two guests, uh, one new guest. Uh, we'll welcome him first before we go to the, the old folks. <laughs> right, Klaus, welcome to the program. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. It's so good to have you, Klaus. I mean, you're going to tell us a little bit about yourself later, but let's let's just we'll, we'll pack that for a moment, and then we'll just talk about uh, Chuma. Chuma, how are you? Oh, I'm super. I'm super, super good. Um, yeah, good, 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 good. So, Spurs, yes. Spurs, Spurs on the brink of uh, of great new new great things. So I'm happy. Listen, there's, there's so much going on now that it's difficult to separate the wheat from the shaft because we really don't know what's going on. I mean. Klaus, I mean, tell us a little bit, a little bit about you, so to, so you introduce yourself to our guests, to our, so our, to folks back home. You know, my mom's like, who's Klaus? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Klaus. Uh, I've been a sports uh, supporter for the past, um, let's say, uh, fifteen years. Uh, I've learned. Uh, I've been in the journey, so I've known. Uh, I've grown with sports for a while. So. Uh, it's been it's been, it's, it's a sports being a sports fan has had a lot of ups and downs and here and there, but I'm always proud to be called a sports fan any day, any time, at anywhere. Even when you go to a gathering, I say you're a sports fan, and in Nigeria, it's a little bit weird because out of like a thousand, you just find one sports fan. But I'm yeah. always proud. To be we're, we're, we're not popular in that part of the world, are we? You know? yeah. Yes. It's always the man use the the guys up the road, the um the Chelsea, you know. Yes, yes. Now. Even, even <laughs> Masses is not that popular there, is there? You know? Oh, uh, they became popular over the past few years. Yeah, because they won a few a few things, don't they? So you got yeah. the glory hunters going after them, right? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, th th thanks for that, um Klaus. Yeah, so let let's just get right into it. So today we're gonna to be talking about I mean <sighs> Uh, this <laughs> content in or content out, you know. Uh, but let's just sort of 
let's just cut to the chase here, right? So here are the facts, right? Yeah. Here are the post-match rants after the Southampton game, right? That sort of made the rounds in the press, you know, and of course that's a fact, right? There's been speculation online, in, I mean, on the press about his tenure. You know, is he going to stay? Is he going to be sacked? You know, is he going to uh, stay until the end of the season or get sacked immediately? No one really knows, you know. But there has been no statement from the club. You know, the club, club has not made any statements. You don't even have any, you know, the, you know in the past you used to have people say, oh, sources close to the club or, you know, sources... There's been a leak somewhere saying this or that. Nothing at all. You know, what has been there has been very, very muted and plenty of speculation, right? Mm-hmm. And it's also missed the game, the training match they had during this week. Normally you have your your manager available, and but he's still in Italy. Now, let's just deal with those facts for, 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 for a minute, right? You know, we had that post, post-match rant. What was that about? I mean... Do you want to go first, or because I mean, I know we've had plenty of analysis about about it. Should he have had that sort of uh, meltdown? Was it having? Was he having to go at the players? Was he having to go at the players? Was it deserved? Was he having to go at the uh, at the fans or the um, or, or, or the whole structure in the, in the whole um, team? I mean, Klaus, do you want do you want to go first with this one? Okay, uh, let me go first. Uh, fine, yeah. So after the match, uh, which everyone was disappointed about, uh, we saw the postman's interview and it didn't go down well. It didn't really go down well. Now, this is what I think happened. He was frustrated, right? <laughs> let, me, let, me, let, me, let me interrupt you for a moment there. So you say it didn't go down well. I mean, with who? <laughs> you or... I don't think there was any sports fan that really enjoyed that interview. Fine. Uh, at some point in time, you can double between uh, the truth and uh, telling the truth, right? But no sports fan out there really enjoyed the fact that it went out that way. There are 1,001 ways you can address the issue that you are facing as a coach with the club. That's not the way, that's not the way to go in any sense. You don't see... Um, you don't see clubs, you don't see Arsenalotti coming out to rant against Madrid. You don't see Ateta coming out like that to rant against uh, Arsenal. Even when Wenger had issues with the ball dead. You don't see him coming out to rant against Arsenal. You don't see Alex Ferguson coming out to rant against them. You don't see the likes of Pochettino. Even Pochettino didn't come out to rant against them. Despite the fact that Pochettino, we all know Pochettino was not backed as much as Conte was backed. He didn't come out to the press and stand... Uh, Diverging uh, things like that, putting the players under the bus, putting the ball under the bus. You don't do stuff like that, especially in a professional setting. Right? Because, yeah, because. Let me just hold, hold you there for one minute. I can see Chuma. Chuma is nodding his head in agreement, right? But we'll come to you in a minute, Chuma, right? Now, but you know this old um, press conference thing, right? And how managers react after matches. And 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 how people would sort of say say all, all sorts of stuff, right? And I mean, later on, maybe when they calm down, they realize that oh, maybe I shouldn't have done, I shouldn't have gone that route, or perhaps I should have sort of maybe sort of adopted another approach. However, some people have heard people from the contrary perspective and say that that's exactly what the team needed at that point in time they want a manager with passion somebody who will tell the truth and who will tell the truth to their face and not 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 sugarcoated and he's sugarcoated it for so so long 
it got to a breaking point and it showed that passion and you want so you get one of two reactions either the players respond in a positive way and say we're going to prove you wrong or they'll say nah we, we, we lost after you guys that, that's not going to happen Chuma I'll come back to you uh, 12 Chuma please you want to say something yeah, well, well, you know, you know Klaus, 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 Klaus just said, Klaus Klaus just said exactly what I would say. Alex Ferguson would have roasted them inside that dressing room. He would have killed every single person in that dressing room. He would not do it in the press. There's a sense of entitlement that Antonio Conte has. And I was, I was listening to something the other day where they said it's a Juventus entitlement. You find it in a lot of ex-Juventus players and ex-Juventus managers. Is this your beneath me mentality and it's not professional every every Spurs fan knows the things that are wrong with our club we've heard it before other fans have bantered us with the same things he said it's obvious however you don't do that you just don't do that because you're coming back on Monday to take train or Tuesday he gave them two days off there's so, There's much, so to much to be said about the about fact that, yes, you want to get a reaction from your players. And he's done this micro versions of this for the last 12 months. But now, I just don't, I just don't see how it makes any sense to do it the way he did it. And then he comes up with this whole thing of, I was talking to the players and not the board. And then he mentions 20 years under this chairman. Yeah, I was like, I you, don't do you don't do that. Those are the people paying you your don't, wages. You don't, yeah. I wanted to say something about that. When you don't, you don't say you're talking to the players, then you take an aim at the club. When you mention 20 years, you're not more talking about, you're not more talking about the players. You're taking an aim at the club. You mentioning 20 years, you just saying, oh, you guys have been here 20 years. Yeah, you, you think the aim at the club, the fans, everyone involved that has been in the process for the past 20 years. That's no, they are not taking the aim at the players anymore. In fact, it's not even, it's more than a board right there and then. Immediately you mentioned the number of years because they are taking the aim at the... I think he said something about the fans are comfortable. I mean, everyone at the club is comfortable because you, mentioned, you included the fans when you said everyone at the club. Everyone is comfortable. Yeah, and... and Basically, we are not comfortable. That's why we brought you as a serial winner. That's the reason we brought you as a serial winner. So if you come exactly. and you're saying, oh, everybody, if we were comfortable, we would have sacked Pochettino. So, Let's just so, so here, here, here lies the conundrum, right? So some are saying, like you're saying now, that he bears some responsibility, if not a lot more of the responsibility to ensure that the team gets the turnaround rather than aiming at his players in the public, right? Okay, fine. I mean, get get the players, but get, get them in private, right? Not in public, right? Um, but yeah, that yeah. he actually bears responsibility to ensure that the team plays to his instructions, right? And he plays the right tactics to get them to ensure yes. that they get the best out of the players, right? Some people will say to you, look, mm. contest tactics exactly. are very predictable in the sense that if it's, if it's not 4 3 it's 4 3 <laughs> You know, so it's it's sorry three four three four three four three um uh three um what does he play again? What does what does what does Conte play again? Three, he plays four, three, three. four three. Sorry, he plays three four three, right? Yeah, he plays no, he yeah, plays three four three. three four, so he has yeah, the, yeah. the wing wing backs and then um two two center midfielders, center midfielders and three three in the in the attack. 
and then you had the wing backs um, joining the attack um, um, you know, that, that, that down the line. And people were saying to you that, okay, fine, things haven't worked out um, with, with, with your mental have worked out, especially in some key matches, right? Now, that match was a little yeah, yeah. very frustrating for upon, on, on a number of uh, for a number of reasons for us because one we're leading three one right with twelve minutes to go yeah. and we conspire to sort of get them back to let them get a draw um, okay granted maybe the last goal should not have been a penalty but then again some of you tell you that look you shouldn't have been in that position in the first place where they're able to attack you you know and put place you in the position where you have to make, make a mistake to result in a penalty. Again, I mean, class yeah. half full, class half, you know, half empty, depending on how you look at it, you know. Uh, Chuma, I mean, same thing, so, ha- same, 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 same thing, same thing happened at Forest. Forest. Same thing same happened thing at Forest. Forest. Exactly. But for, for, for Fraser Foster's, Foster's keeping out that penalty, penalty Forest, Forest was going to be 3 2, and it could have been 3 3 that game if they scored that penalty. So that is coaching. That's instruction. That has nothing to do with players, and I'll tell you why. Because, because at the end, end of that, of that game, game, in fact, we, the, let's, 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 let's call the game as it was. Southampton were playing continental football against Tottenham. Southampton, bottom of the table, caretaker manager, were passing the ball around Tottenham's midfield and all of us watched it. That's coaching. The fact that we were 3-1 up is fortunate. We took our chances. And that's the problem with his football. His football is one of effectiveness, where if you take your chances, you will win. Outside of taking those chances, and there are not a lot of chances created, you will win. When you don't have the ball, when you're not creating chances, you do not stand a good chance to win. And that's what always happens when he drops deep. You don't have the ball, you're under pressure more, the opposing team are attacking you more, so they have a greater chance of winning. And Southampton were coming for us throughout the entire game. Even when we went 3-1 up, they didn't give up. And then what does he do? He subs out an attacking player to bring on a defensive midfielder, which already tells his team, preserve the lead. The mentality switches to defend, 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 make sure we come away with this. And you're prone to more mistakes. It's what happens in football all the time. But it happens to him more often with Tottenham this year. Last year, it didn't happen as much because he was a bit more front foot. But this year, it's just been pure out. And we've defended him. We've tried. We've, we've tried to see the best part of him, blah, blah, blah. But let's be honest. Everyone said it from the start of the season. We were a bit lucky. Second half, they come out because they have nothing else to lose. And they don't. They just come out attack. But he sets them up very, very defensively. And it's something he's done in coaching. I don't know what he's doing. But... To say it's the players, yes, the players didn't defend properly, you know, they didn't do this, but that's your job. What's your job? What's your 15 million pounds a year for if you can't get players to come out and press? You took off Coro and Kulusevski, two of the best players in that game for Spurs. And not that they were outstanding, they were just the ones doing the best work. And that's my view. It's him. Okay, so where, where do we go next? Now, there's rumor that um, he's going to be sacked or that he might uh, be allowed to stay at the end of the season. What do you guys favor? I mean, Klaus, what do you think? I know Klaus has this, has this view about, about, about Conte and his tactics. Yeah, I've never been a fan of Conte's tactics because it's always it's a laid-back, regressive type of um, uh, 
kind of play because uh, like uh, Chuma said, when you look at the way sports have played throughout the season, I don't think there's any, there's hardly ever an halftime analysis that the pundits um, comes out and say, oh, sports have been good this first half, they are playing well. It's always the same old story. They've been laid back. Yeah, sitting deep. And now, there's one thing I noticed uh, about Conte's style of play, right? So when you come to the team and you see the type of players you have, right? And you see that, oh, defensively, these players are not good. What do you do? You don't give or you don't put the ball at the foot of the defenders. You don't allow them to come meet you defensively because you know defensively your team is not solid. Everyone in the league knows every premier league manager in the league knows that sports have the best attacking duo in the world almost in the premier league let's start from there when you talk about son and kane and anybody you have to lose duo they are the best attacking front you can have in the premier league so put the ball at their feet why bring them back to defend when you have those you have kulivetsky you have kane you have son you have richarlison you have danjima they put the ball at their feet don't bring them back to defend you understand now where do we go from here i don't i don't i don't, I don't, I don't right from time i've always said it country is not the right fit for sports right because if you've been a sports fan for a long vast longest five six years you will know that sports don't play that kind of football we don't sit back sports don't sit back sports are not wolves sports are not sheffield those are the kind of teams that sit back brentford we don't sit back no no to be frank those if they can sit back fine that's the style of play sports don't sit back and then if you notice um if you notice Conte's style of play, I think it's always prominent with um, most Italian teams. When you look at Roma, when you look at AC Milan, when you look at Inter Milan, even the great Juventus, you see a five-man midfield, you see three-man defense, and then you just see two people up front or one uh, Blaovic up front. I think it's always prominent with them. When you look at Roma, when you look at Inter Milan, when you look at that's why AC Milan was able to outstay us in the same type of formation because most of them use the same type of formation in Italy. But guess what? Napoli went on the front foot this season, and what happened? They left everyone behind. Why? Because they are playing front foot football. Napoli don't sit back. You don't see Napoli playing a three-man defense, four-man midfield, then sit back. Napoli left everyone behind. They are leading the table with how many points? See the likes of Roma. was coming to Is that right, Oh, you know, so so, so so like he's like saying now, everything, 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 everything Klaus is saying is everything that I, I'm just here. Yeah, like you guys said, I've gone to the dark side. It's not the dark side. It's the fact that I actually like Conte. I actually, I actually understand Conte's tactics. But it's like it's exactly what Klaus said. If you know your defense isn't good, like I I wrote something somewhere for someone. I think it was on Twitter, and I said that Gerard Pique for Barcelona. Is not a great defender. Gerard Pique has never been a great defender, but he played for a Barcelona team that will choke you from midfield to attack. So the ball will never come to Gerard Pique. And so if you manage to break their line, Pique just mops up and gives it back. So now it's like, ah, Pique is one of the best defenders. No, Pique didn't have to do any work. Rafael Varane didn't have to do any work. Now at United, you're seeing they're coming for Varane. Like they come for him. Like he's trying very hard to stand up and he's a good defender but in this country yeah they're, they're coming for Varane in a way he never saw his pain because you're playing with attackers and midfielders 
that are front foot. But in terms of Conte now leaving and who they are looking at and, and stuff like that, whether they should sack him. For me personally, for what he did to the club in that press conference, it's called bringing the club into, uh, into disrepute. That thing for me is gross misconduct. That's my view. I don't know legally if Spurs can prove it. I think Simon Jordan was saying the same thing on TalkSport. That personally, I won't pay him a penny. Because what yeah, you I did think, was you I came think, on uh, air. What Conte did was almost, uh, yes. almost the same with what uh, Danny Rose did then. I was finding two uh, yes. wages. Yes, exactly. You can't speak against the club and then you expect the club you to come can't. back and just... Yes, yeah. exactly. So for me, I will place him on gardening leave. I'll do exactly what Bayern Munich have done to Nagosman. So Nagosman hasn't been sacked. Nagosman is more or less... On, yeah, he can see out his contract. It's the same thing. But the difference is, if I sacked you, I would either have to sort out your money in full or pay you per week. And then by giving you the free reign to get another job. No, no, no. I'll place you on gardening leave so you can't even get another job till that thing runs out, which is still going to run out in June. But then I'll keep him on gardening leave Two days before his contract runs out, I'll sack him. Just out of pettiness. That's me. Because of what he did. Not the press conference. I would do that out of... Uh, yeah, I would be petty. He he was he was completely petty in that thing because every Spurs fan agrees with everything he said. But there's this whole thing, and, and you know, if you, if you read the Bible, it says it as well, that you can do all things, but you don't have to do them. All things are possible for you to do, but you don't have to do them. There's some things you can say anything you want to say, but sometimes you just have to. Yeah, it's like you working know, in a particular place of work. You are working with a company and you know the problems and the struggle the company is facing. You don't come out publicly to chastise the company you are working with. Exactly. You don't come out to chastise them, but you just you 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 chastise them internally, but you don't come out and say, Oh, this company is a bad company. Exactly. They've been working for the past 20 years, there's not been profits. Oh no, you don't do that. You don't do that. Uh, especially which which success of the club was placed in your hands okay i mean i hear you guys all i mean and and, um all of these points are are quite a valid 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 point i mean there's not 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 much that um it's very hard very hard to argue against however i mean like i said there's always the contrary view which always says that look i mean it's got to be said you know people just if you can have that sort of put around it and people know it but nobody wants to say it but hey He's done. He's done the Trumpian thing of of saying and um you know and and done the, done the consequences. You know, <laughs> you might not like it or applaud him or, or hate it and and and, and deplore him. But okay, the point now is that does he get a job now, or do we bring a temporary manager? That, that that's that's the question. Or do we let him on the other season? You, you already know it's temporary. Say again. No, no, no. We yeah, already know how it's going to go. We, we already know how it's going to go. It, it's Ryan Mason. Ryan Mason till the yeah. end of the season. Get the job. You can't be complacent. Just get the job. It's up. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, because potential replacements, I mean, yeah. we're getting lots of rumors and, I mean, getting lots of stuff. I mean, for me, I mean, you got, I mean, you have people like Poch, uh, Luis Enrique, uh, Julian Nagelsmann. How true these rumors are, we don't know because all of it is just press speculation. We haven't had any statement from the club or anybody, uh, what you might call like a reliable source. I haven't heard a um, Romano uh, or um, what's that guy's name in, in Times who sort of comes up with um, 
you know, the, um, uh, what do you call it? the almost close official lines, if you like, you know. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, um, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a bit difficult to say what, what, what the position is. Now, of this choice of managers that we, we're going to, I mean, we'll probably have a, a different program to deal with, with deal with that, but these are interesting choices, aren't they? Chuma. Yeah, very, very, because I think, I mean, it's, it's, it's such a blessing to Spurs that all the managers that are out of work, they're like four or five, they're front foot, they're attacking, and they can add something different. I mean, anything right now is different to Conte and Mourinho for me. You know, I have my preference in terms of how they will be, but I don't mind any of those names. At this moment in time, if you can secure any of them, you know, everyone, I think the overwhelming favorite is... Is uh, actually the overwhelming favorite was Pochettino, but the minute Nagosman became free, I went on certain like places online, and Nagosman went straight to the top in the betting. They more or less suspended the betting on him. He's odds on, you know, and I don't know where or why they are coming up with him being odds on. To, I don't know what story is going on, but he's odds on, and I think it's just brilliant to have all of them available at the same time, and Spurs can pick. And they can forge an identity with these guys. They're identity managers. That's the thing. They are, they are project managers. They are not serial winners. And that word, serial winners, I never I never want to hear that again at Tottenham unless it's a Tottenham manager that has now become a serial winner of Tottenham. I never want to hear that serial word again. Serial winner, yeah. Very interesting. We'll, we'll, we'll come, we'll come and, and examine that in, in a separate program. But thank, thanks, thanks, for you. thanks for this, guys. I mean, it's been... An interesting time in Tottenham, um, this international break. We don't know what, what is holding. There's a lot of um, speculation. There's no statement from the club. And everyone's a bit of a, in a bit of a limbo. But hey, that's Tottenham for you. And um, we just hope for the best. And we look forward to seeing what's, what, what it all holds out for, for, for us. But most importantly, we almost forgot the, the key uh, incident or, or occurrence or, or big news that happened Um over the course of, of this international break. Harry Kane, record breaker. How about that? Yeah. I mean, that was absolutely fantastic, wasn't it? You know? Now, I mean, I worked that match, and this is the first time I'll see an England team actually go out and dominate teams. They actually dominated Italy right. in that first half. They played Spurs in the first half, <laughs> and did a Spurs second half in the first half. <laughs> <laughs> In the reverse first in the second half. I know, yeah. it was half, you know. But I, I thought they were brilliant, you know. It, it was a very, very solid performance against Italy. You know, they had them on the back foot all the way, you know, pressing. They had, I mean, attack upon attack upon attack, you know. And um, they got in three. I mean, if not for Grealish, who missed that uh, glorious opportunity to make it yeah. through, through pass from, from Kane, you know. But, I mean... I know people are saying about uh, Mr. Kane not uh, having a trophy and all that. I think that's disrespectful, though. Recognize his achievements, right? His top scorer for England in the history of England. That is phenomenal. You know, it's it is for me. It's phenomenal. What, what do you guys think? Yeah, it's it's Kane. It's Kane. That's all I can say. It's Kane. Everybody knows it's Kane. Uh, if Kane, uh, like I always tell people, when you say, oh, Kane hasn't won a trophy, if Kane uh, wanted to just get a trophy in the bag, 
you just you just easily go to places like Real, uh, Bayern Munich that were all out for him and they win the league every season. But it's Kane. Kane will get Kane will get his honors with or without the trophy, and that's what makes him more respected. Because when you don't even have that trophy in the bag and people call your name, no matter what, people call your name first. Now Kane goes above the log, the likes of Wayne Rooney. No matter how many trophies Wayne Rooney has, Kane will always be above him. Right? Because Kane is one of the best, if not the best that Ingal has ever had up there in front. And he has the stars to prove, the, prove it any day, any time. Thanks for that, Klaus. Uh, I mean, a lot of sports would love to hear that. You know, Chuma, you have a contrary view? No, I, 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 I agree. And, and, and the funny part is, his record, if you break it down into like bits, he scored the most goals for an England player. He's only 29 years old. He's done it within 80 caps, 81 caps, which is far quicker than Rooney did. He still has, God willing, another four or five years playing at the top of his game. If he scores like 10, and he scores, or he averages like eight England goals a year. So you're looking at this as being that this guy could literally take this to 80. He could take this to wherever he wants to leave it if he's functioning and firing then he also has the most goals i think in the tournament for england he has the most goals as captain for england there's there's so many categories even within this england thing and he's an amazing player Tottenham fans have known it for years Tottenham fans would not begrudge him leaving this is the thing that other fans used to banter us for. it's the truth we wouldn't begrudge him leaving absolutely it hasn't happened for him you know but i i personally believe that if Tottenham forged an identity you know, and I felt we were close after this last season, you know, with Conte that, look, if this guy, if Conte could have changed his mindset as a coach and tried to forge an identity, Spurs could have won something this year. The cups were open. Match, um, Chelsea and Liverpool, Manchester United, Manchester United ended up overcoming their, their struggles with Ten Hag. But Liverpool and Chelsea were out. Arsenal were out of the cup. This was a very good opportunity. That Sheffield United match was huge. And of all the games to not play him in or start him in, after starting him in all these minor stupid games over the years, even conference league, you know, to do that to him, I felt was a disservice. But if he stays with Tottenham and we get one of these guys we'll talk about in in, in, a, in another show, I think I think he'll win a trophy. But without the trophy, he's who he is. Alan Shera only won a trophy because Manchester United drew with one team. If not, Blackburn would not have won that league title. Yeah, I think one thing uh, Ari Kane to also be looking forward to is the type of manager sports um, get over the next uh, few days. Because if you are looking, if you are being pragmatic about the kind of manager you get, like the kind, the likes of Mourinho, of Conte, you don't, you, it's not going to get much out of them. But when you get a front-footed manager, he knows he's going to score more goals. And Hurricane is interested in that more goals. If he scores more goals and he's, they are able to attack. And when Hurricane is scoring, when Kane is firing, Son is always on at the top of their game, anywhere in the Champions League, in the league itself. But we, we can see it from uh, this uh, this season that even Son, like Son, uh, Son is out of form and Spurs are struggling. If, just imagine you add Son Stanley to it with what Kane has had so far. That's it. That means Spurs is up there again. But well, we still have 10 games to go. Um, we'll see how it goes from there. 
Yeah, I mean, we still have 10 games to go. Everyone's looking forward to uh, what's happening towards the end of the season. A close season, if we get to top four, it'll be amazing. I said that before. And yeah, we'll hope that all that all that um, actually happens. Thank you very much, guys. It's been very, very great having you. Uh, I'll look forward to seeing you on, on the next uh, next program. Thank you. Thank you very much. Take care. Thank you. All right. All right. you, Spurs. Yeah. Yes. Got clean. Still <laughs> no. recording.